Welcome to the Bull and Bear Show with Michael McGuire of McGuire Retirement Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieve your retirement goals. And now, here to help you with your financial questions is Michael McGuire. Hello and welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show with your host, Michael McGuire. We come to you each and every Saturday and want to give you things and tips that are going to help you with your retirement strategies and planning. And today's no different. Today, I'm going to talk about mastering the last five years before you retire. In today's show, we're going to delve into subjects that, you know, really to me are, are common sense, but you don't think about these things to, to apply common sense often because you, you're working hard and, and you know, uh, retirement has always seemed to be something that's way out in the future. But as we get closer to that, especially that five year mark, it's kind of critical that we, uh, that we do some of the things that I want to talk about in today's show. And, uh, before I get too far along, my company is McGuire capital and my other company is called McGuire retirement solutions. We are located in Bethany, Oklahoma, right across from Southern Nazarene University. And uh, my website, you can go check out our our building, what it looks like, and our address. Uh, Go to my website at McGuireCap, that's M-C-G-U-I-R-E-C-A-P.com. And just like every week, my co-host, my partner in crime is Tony Shore. And I want to welcome Tony to today's show. Tony, how have you been this week? You know what? I'm glad you asked because I've had a great week. It's been busy though, crazy busy. And just trying to keep up with everything, you know, you start to get toward the holidays and you realize, hey, I've got to get some things done. So that's what I've been working on, just trying to catch up a little bit before the holidays. How about you? What have you been up to, Michael? You know, the same. We've uh, been attending a few parties. We've had some birthday parties this week. That was fun to get out and to go to. And, uh, you know, Tony, this uh, today has been a very busy day. As you know, uh, this uh, past week, we've had some really good news on the COVID front. A company called Pfizer, which is a pharmaceutical company, announced on Monday of this week that they have come out with a vaccine that they feel like the results are 90% plus for when you get the vaccine within 28 days that you can resist getting or coming down with COVID. And uh, that put the markets in a upward projectile, you know, straight up. And uh, so there's a ray of sunshine, you know, in this crazy year, we faced just some really volatile times, Tony. And I think that uh, that, had, you know, has made my week very busy. Everybody's wanting to know, uh, what do we do next? We looks like we have a uh, a new president and uh, president-elect even though it's still challenged uh right now going it's going to probably not going to know anything until the first of the year but um the market also cheered the fact that we you know we have checks and balances and it looks like with the house and senate not being controlled by one side of the party and then the president being the other side of the party we might not have some radical changes that that it just changes in general is uncertainty and the market loves to have uncertainties removed. So big week, big, big last couple of weeks. Uh, the fact that we look like we're going to, uh, maybe not have changes coming, uh, a, a tremendous amount of changes coming down the way. And looks like if we can get COVID under control, if this vaccine is real, um, and really does what they think it's going to do, we can get America back to working. Well, yeah, and that's the key right there is get America back to work and really look at where everything's at. It's just been crazy. And hopefully those uh, employment numbers will continue to improve. Uh, But now is the time to take a look at your finances and really make sure everything's in order. And I'm glad we're talking about this today 
you know, I, I think that, um, you know, I, I think that uh, it can feel like you're doing everything right with 401ks or IRAs or investments, budgeting, uh, but you need to be working with a financial professional. Uh, and then, but then boom, here comes the pandemic and that really messed things up, didn't it? No, it, it did. And it, it really is an eye opener. You know, can you imagine you're listening to me now and you retired this year? I mean, this is why this yeah. show is important because if you had not uh, prepped yourself, if you had not really taken a, a serious look at your needs in retirement and adjusted your portfolio, you would really have a hard time sleeping during a pandemic uh, like we've, we're experiencing. And I would argue that our clients have uh, portfolios that are built to weather this. You know, Tony, when we when we discuss retirement, um, we really go into everything. I, I think some of the first steps need to be to lay out your, your, all your liabilities and all your assets and, and all sources of income that you have now while you're working and that you expect to have in the future. And the problem is a lot of times I, when I, uh, meet with clients for the first time, uh, they have been advised or, or maybe haven't even had any professional help. Um, and they have all their assets into kind of one category. And I really feel like that a year like this year really drives home what we preach, which is diversification. You know, it's so important to have some money set aside for emergencies and man, oh man, this year, a lot of people had that challenge with, uh, unable to go, to work, being laid off, um, you know, you need to have that three to six months, uh, set aside. And then you also need to have money in growth in things that are going to grow and keep ahead of inflation. But you also have to have money in what we call the green bucket, the safe bucket, the, the, the guaranteed for life income bucket. You, you need to have money set aside there so that if you are in retirement, and you're going through a year like this year, you know with certainty that you have income that's not going to change going down every single month coming in. And that, that gives you so much peace. So that's today's show. We're going to kick off with, with uh, a little bit of uh, strategy talking about what you should be doing on year five and year four. And as you get closer to actually, um, going into retirement. So I, uh, I think that I want to start us off with, with year five, you know, if, if you're sitting and you feel like that, Hey, in five years, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and pull the trigger. I'm going to retire. You need to have, um, a, a consultation set down with somebody such as myself and bring in everything that you're doing right now. Because what's so important, we all have, you know, 401ks and, or simple IRAs or just different vehicles in retirement. And a lot of times when I meet with people for the first time, they have scattered retirement accounts. You know, through a lifetime, unlike the days of our grandparents when somebody worked for three, five decades with the same firm, that just doesn't happen today. So you start a 401k in your 20s and then you uh, enter in your 30s under a new one and you've left that old one behind and it's so important to kind of gather those assets up to know where you set today and to start planning for that future retirement date so year five it's very important to reach out to somebody like myself and gather up your homework is to gather up all your statements is to gather up not just those statements of the retirement plans and your brokerage accounts and your bank accounts, but also we like to we like to get, take a look at last year's income tax return. It, it will show us a lot about spending habits and and what you're used to uh, style of life that you're used to having and where those in, where that income's coming in, so that we know where we need to replace it. And uh, we want to look at those credit card statements and we want to look at what you owe on your home now, look at the mortgage statements. So all those things, if you own a business, we want to do a real detailed 
analysis of what your exit plan is for your business. And we help clients do that. Also, we want to talk about legacy planning. We want to talk about, do you have a will? Do you have a uh, trust? Is there a need for only a will? Is there a need for a trust? And so really, Tony, we want to bring some clarification on what you're doing right today at this moment. Right. And I think that's a really great perspective. I mean, when you're in your 20s and 30s, retirement is this abstract concept. You know it's out there, but you don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. But you leapfrog into your late 50s or 60s, then it's no longer an abstraction. It's real. And it's coming straight at you like a freight train. So, you know, when you're five years out, you do need to begin looking at these things. You do. We like to sit down with clients at this at this mark and look and see um, or have them ask some important, tough questions. And those questions that come to my mind when I sit down with somebody for the first time is um, I want to know how much money have you socked away? You know, that's part of the bringing in those statements. How much do you have right now? And um, is it enough? That's the question that you want answered. Do Have I done enough? You know, have I worked with a financial advisor? I want to know if you are currently working with somebody, if you've worked with somebody in the past. I want to know if you've had those discussions and what your strategy is. I want to know what your outlook, whether it was guided by yourself or somebody else, what is your strategy? And then I want you to uh, uh, ask the question to yourself about long-term care. How am I going to pay when either myself or my loved one, my partner, my wife, my my husband um, has to enter, because a lot of us will have to do that, have to enter into some type of long-term care plan. Uh, You know, how is those costs going to be taken care of? And... um, should you consider a trust? You know, we want to look and see if that would make sense. So I, uh, I think another question that's tough that people ask is, should I pay off my house? You know, Mike, um, do I go into retirement owing money on my home? And finally, uh, is my 401k going to provide me with enough retirement income? Those are admittedly they're, they're heavy questions. They're tough. Um, but those type of questions are critical that you understand the answer and to give you a, um, a roadmap that we're going to build based off of your answers to those questions. And we'll discover if you don't have the answer to those, we're going to help you discover the answers. You know, do I have enough money? What is that magic amount? And uh, those are, are things that we're going to start off. And, and you know, People, I find, have a lot of anxiety that have not started this process. But once you start it, and once you sit down with me and really get a handle on where you are today and where you want to be in retirement, that anxiety will melt away. And that's another big benefit about working with a professional. Right. And that's why we constantly harp on that. You have to find somebody you can trust a financial professional. You don't have to do it alone. And that's the great thing. Uh, find a trusted financial advisor like yourself. Uh, and I think that Michael and people need that help with this because, you know, we can get into the weeds here and there's a lot to plan for. Uh, and, you know, it's easy to see uh, how you have to ask the right questions. And if you don't have the right answer or any answer at all, it, it could make you feel like your retirement is this weight around your neck rather than something to look forward to. So yes. uh, what do you, what else do you suggest we do while we're still five years out from retirement? So in creating that five-year strategy, I think that um, some of the challenges that I see are even bigger if you, if you uh, haven't started anything at all. So we're going to help you realize that it's okay, you know, but it's time, time is now because a lot of times people get caught up in the day to day and they honestly don't even have a strategy or plan. So I think the it's critical to at this point, five years out that you do have that plan and that you sit down with somebody like myself and take some time to really look at how your assets are positioned right now. And, you know, wow, what an eye opener. Um, If you had all of your assets 
uh, in uh, strictly growth, strictly stocks, uh, whether it's mutual funds or individual stocks. What a roller coaster this year has been, you know, and, and wow, thank, thank goodness that we are um, sitting right now with the Dow hovering in the mid 29,000 uh, range, which is tremendous. Um, Monday, we were up almost four, I think right at 4%, the S&P uh, 500 in the NASDAQ. So let me backtrack a little bit. When I mentioned the Dow, that's the Dow Jones Industrial Average. You hear that a lot on television, financial programs. That's simply 30 of uh, some of the largest, most well-known companies in America, and they have an index, and that index goes up or down. It, it moves up a percentage down or a percentage up somewhere in there, and it gives you kind of an idea uh, with those 30 companies what's going on. Kind of a better, more uh, comprehensive look is what we call the S&P 500, and that's simply the 500 largest companies based on their value. And uh, with that index, you get a really feel for America. What's going on? Is that index up? down um, you know the name of the uh, of the show the bull and bear show are we in a bull market are we in a bear market uh, and finally the nasdaq is a lot of technology companies represent that so we're as financial advisors we're always looking at those three index to kind of get a feel for what's going on of course we also have an eye towards the bond market fixed income which is interest rates you know most people uh, that are just working hard for a living and trying to build a retirement, their involvement with interest rates come in if they have certificates of deposit or they're borrowing money. If they're, if they're going out and, and purchasing a new home right now, the real estate market is booming uh, because interest rates are at all-time lows. And we're seeing a lot of movement uh, in the 400000 and below market for homes being uh, purchased and, and sold. And so a lot of people are aware that interest rates are low. When you're on the receiving side, your receiving interest is when you go into a bank and you get what they call a certificate of deposit, which is going to pay you interest while they use your money, they being the bank. So interest rates is something we always take a look at. Uh, being at historical lows, I have, uh, with my clients, I look at the what we call the fixed income or the bond side. It's it's the income side, and I utilize right now fixed index annuities for that portion because we're allowed to get really reasonable rates of return uh, in many instances, much higher than I can get on a certificate of deposit at this moment. And my clients can also have a guarantee or a certainty to turn on a check for life. So. We always need growth. I'm, I'm, I do not go along with the thought that everybody should have all their money in the same type of asset. I, I think that's a mistake. Uh, a lot of advisors you'll hear on the radio, that's all they sell is one certain type of a, uh, of a financial instrument. And uh, I think we need growth, especially you mentioned, you know, in your 20s and 30s, 40s and 50s, you need growth. Um, even in retirement, there's something called inflation. Now, we haven't seen much of inflation lately, but we will. Inflation is when uh, the cost of living, the cost go goes up. And so the purchasing power of your dollar, your hard-earned dollar that you work for, uh, doesn't buy quite as much. Well, we haven't had a, a big battle with inflation, but we will. It's just like bull and bear markets. Things go up and down inflation goes up and down and uh, you'll feel it in retirement uh, when you look at things that you've got to buy like often prescription drugs yeah and, and that's a big any health care related item health insurance uh hospital bills medical bills uh, prescriptions uh it's it's crazy how much uh, the inflation i mean my insurance went up one year 20 percent. my health insurance for my family yeah Crazy. And that's 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 insane. When the government tells you, well, inflation last year was one point two percent, it's like, mm, yeah, no, you didn't look at my grocery bill. Yep, uh, or, exactly. <laughs> you didn't look at the cost of items I've been buying and spending money on. Apparently, uh, yeah, that's why they call it right. Uh, don't they call it the silent killer, Michael? 
It definitely inflation definitely is, is the silent killer to your because it sneaks it sneaks up on you. It does, and yeah. uh, I uh, I have in my uh, hand right now a stamp uh, that in 1976, Tony, you could mail a letter for 13 cents. Wow! And I'm looking at one in 1975. You could mail a letter for 10 cents. Well. Oh, 10 cents wow. to, to, uh, you know, uh, 13 cents. That's a little bit of inflation. That's a three cent move, but that's 30% increase, you know, right. That's cents, true. 13. Yeah. And then, and, and then you look a little for a long time, it was 32 cents and, and, and of course four. today it's much more than that. Right. Um, it was 44. What is it now? Even I don't, you know, I don't honestly, even know. I go by that roll of stamps and I don't even pay yeah. attention. Yeah, we buy that, the forever that, stamps, which yes, they, they're just whatever we pay for them at the time. And then, uh, you know, they'll cover they're it good. even if they're there's good. a raise. They'll cover yeah. it. Yeah. But that's the point is, when you say sonnet, that's the deal. If you were to put 1975 a dime under your mattress, and in 1975 that dime had the power, the purchasing power to mail a letter. And you wake up today, you can't mail the letter. You've lost purchasing power. That's what inflation is. And so I want you to think about when you enter retirement, that if your money is only earning 1%, 1 1.5%, 2%, and you find that the cost of filling your car up with gas, which is low right now, but it will not always be that way, uh, cost of mailing a letter, the cost of prescription drugs. When you wake up five years into retirement and they've all went up yet your nest egg, cause you're not working anymore. Adding money to it is not earning enough interest to keep up with those increased prices. That's where cl clients feel the pinch. And that's where you see clients have to go back into the workforce to work, uh, or they have to dramatically change their lifestyle. So, the whole point of the show is to, to gear you up to not have to do those things. And we do that by properly diversifying, by still having assets that have the ability to earn well above inflation. Yet, in case we have these catastrophic black swan events, something goes wrong, we see major drops in the market or the whole world. Uh, oh, we're not going to see. There's no check. black swan events. Nothing's going to go wrong. <laughs> Coronavirus. Happen, you know, they. what's crazy is they seem to happen more and more. I know. Um, that's, it does seem that way, doesn't it? Yeah, and they're supposed yeah. to be one-off events that, you know, rarely happen. So that's what I, I, I love about sitting down with somebody that's never really thought about it and kind of laying out for them that plan and watching them uh, grab a hold of that and uh stick with it and and as we do our annual reviews uh it just gives people peace of mind knowing that they are going to enter that retirement um having a great plan yeah yeah and then that's the key and by the way i, I looked it up the current price uh, of a u.s postage stamp for a first class mail letter one ounce or less is 55 cents 55 cents yeah yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, that's not that big of considering that you can for 55 cents, you can mail something, you know, mail a letter anywhere in the U.S. for 55 cents. That's not bad. Um, but inflate, it does show inflation from 10 cents. You know, that's that's a lot. Oh, it's it's yeah. five fold. Yeah, yeah, it is. So it is. but other things are going up exponentially. Uh, so and and if it's a bigger ticket item already. Uh, that adds up. And if it's something we buy a lot of all the time, like groceries or things or health care that we need, uh, health insurance, which we have to have every month, we have to be paying for health insurance or some type of health coverage. So that really hits us hard. And of it, course, it, groceries and gro groceries and health insurance, by the way, are not calculated when the government says, here's what our, you know, the U.S. inflation rate is that that number usually doesn't include those things for some reason. Yeah, and have you looked at cars lately? Pickups, oh, SUVs. Yeah, I mean used cars. I, uh, used cars my, have gone my first up like fifty percent oh, this year. They said it's used crazy. Yeah. I looked at a pickup. A pickup 
literally was two times what I paid for my first home. You know, granted, I didn't have a big sure. I, it was it, it was just a wood frame house, uh, an older home, but it just blows me away that I can see pickups from thirty five thousand to ninety five thousand. Oh it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's uh, pickup trucks, uh, especially. In fact, my friend his died. Um, in fact, the editor of our show, he went out and looked for a, a new truck uh, and he, right. he was looking for used. You know, he's smart. He's not going to buy brand new because it depreciates the minute you drive it off the lot. So, right. He's looking for a gently used. And I mean, it's crazy. Like, you know, uh, uh, he said the prices were outrageous. Like he couldn't find anything decent without just, you know, without over 100,000 miles and falling apart for, you, you can't buy a truck for $30,000 used. I mean, it's crazy. It is. I mean, that, it, that's nuts. And what a great point you made. I read a book when I was in college about buying a car three years old. I try to buy my cars low mileage three years old. The yep, cars that were driving perfect. now originally, yeah, they had 26,000 miles and 28,000. They were yep, that's when 2016 you get models. And they had all that depreciation. The other guy paid for it. You yep. know, I got to buy it. And, um, cause I went through a phase, um, that I, I'd read it. I knew about it, but I didn't adhere to it. And then I realized one day, you know what, <laughs> if that car is, is nearly new, nobody cares or even knows. It's so funny how people will let their egos get in, in line with, with, I things. know. Just, it is what you want and it it doesn't matter to me it it gets you to point a to b um don't get me wrong you know we had a show that we talked about corvettes i still got my eye on that new corvette but i'm gonna wait till that new corvettes that body style is not new anymore that it's two or three years old and uh uh but anyway that's part of inflation the cost of goods in in folks it's gonna really blow your mind when you look at um, the price of real estate, I feel like 10 years from now, I, I think uh, the the building material cost when inflation does raise its head because, Tony, we've, we've printed so much money for the COVID, um, you know, world pandemic to keep businesses afloat. I mean, there is a price to pay for the printing press of money. And, uh, so folks, what I mean by that is when, when, uh, when you're, think about it, we're from Oklahoma. Think about this. You're in an auction, a cattle auction, and the bleachers have so many ranchers there to buy cattle. And if they start printing cattle, running just more and more and more, uh, cattle through the auction, what is the price of cattle going to do? It's going to have to go down. Because if you have more supply than demand, yep. you, you have more cattle coming than buyers, how is the auctioneer going to move them? Well, the auctioneer is going to lower the price, lower the price yep. until they get to buy. It's no different than dollars. I, pay. I want, want you to think about this. If we keep printing dollars, it, it loses its value it's, it, 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 against other currencies and we experience uh, some of the negative effects that that could have. So there's lots of things going on in this complicated world that we have, but I do feel like at some point we are going to see uh, it take more dollars to buy certain goods, and I feel like that's where inflation is coming in. So you're going to see prices of assets go higher. Yeah. And so part of our planning is, you know, is to look at, at – some of your assets and and for a lot of my clients tony the biggest asset they own is guess what it's their home you know next to their 401k their home is a huge asset for them and some of these questions that we ask five years out is do you see yourself staying in your current home and it's probably 50 50 for me Mm. uh half my clients stay in their home but there's a lot of clients that do what we call downsizing, you know. Uh, My wife and lot. I would love to downsize, by the way, if I can interject. Yeah. Uh, I just need to find, uh, if any of our listeners want, uh, three kids, two dogs, three, and th- <laughs> three cats, and a lot of junk. If we can just get rid of that, then we can downsize. So, 
That's all. <laughs> you know, that's all it would that's take. It. That's, that's it. That's easy. That, yeah. That's easy. Super we'll, easy we'll, fix, right? We'll put it on the Facebook market and have that done <laughs> for you shortly. <laughs> but you know, it's a real question. Um, what you know that I pose, you know, what, what does your future look like? Let's say you're, you're really into your grandkids and, and your two kids moved to Florida and what a great place, by the way, to, to, uh, end up seeing the grandkids or moving there, but let's say the grandkids are there. Well, oftentimes we have to plan for selling the home and either do, you know, whatever home or, or style of living you're going to do wherever you moved to be with the grandkids. Maybe it's in the same state, just a few towns, cities over. Maybe it's a, it's across the country. But all of those things are real planning issues that we want to address. So I feel like, um, you know, having somebody, an advisor that is going to help you think about things that you don't normally think about and is going to help you lay it out in a, in a really um, – non-judgmental way i'm not going to look at you and go oh my goodness you you've done horrible <laughs> you know you haven't you haven't you know saved enough i'm not, I'm not going to do that i'm going to look and say that's great it looks like you're doing a, a great job on this let's we need to improve this section here and we're going to really have a frank discussion though about uh your future and uh you know i i, I touched on it earlier tony we were talking about long-term care I read an article. Um, now, granted, it's California. California is more expensive than Oklahoma. But do you realize in 2019, that's just last year, the median cost for a long-term care facility in California was 127750 per year. Now, you've saved all your life, and you have a half million dollars or a million or two million or or 250,000 and you're going to spend 127,000 at a healthcare wow. facility that could Yikes. be devastating oh, if well, you yeah. have a plan. It typically is for people. Okay, let's take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk a little more about when we get into years 2, 2 years away, you know, 3, 2 and 1 year away from retirement. What do we need to be doing to make sure we're ready? Uh, so before we take this break, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up that complimentary consultation. You know, give me a call. It's Michael McGuire at 405-760-5863. And when you call me, we're, we're just going to chat. and We're going to talk about um, what you feel like is convenient for you, whether that's to come into our office and uh, visit with me uh, at my conference room uh, there in Bethany or whether it's me to travel out to you and sit with you or whether it's over, uh, you know, the phone or over a zoom meeting, but regardless, you're going to end the meeting, however it is, whether I have to mail it to you or I hand it to you in person with my book, which is tall ships and small ships. And it's basically a book about navigating the retirement waters. It's about what we talk about each week. It spells things out. It's not a hard read, but I'm going to give that to you absolutely free. Um, so reach out to me at 405-760-5863. All right. Thanks so much. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of the Bull and Bear Show with our host, Michael McGuire, right after this. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At McGuire Capital, We created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at mcguirecap.com or call us at 405-760-5863. That number again is 405-760-5863. Welcome back to the Bill and Bear Show. This is Michael McGuire and my co-host, Tony Shore. Today, we've been discussing what to do five years out from your retirement. We had a great conversation about some of those planning steps that you need, and we're going to continue on with this segment of the show, talking and discussing about what to do next. You know, Tony, uh, during during today's show, I hope that I uh, will spark some interest with some people to think about things that maybe they haven't given much consideration, and some of that is gathering up those scattered retirement accounts. You know, the ones that you get a statement, you never look at it. 
that you put it in that that junk drawer. Um, why? Oh, not? I know the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we all we all have uh, have things like that. That that yep. honestly, we just we just quit thinking about it. You know, you that's been so many years ago, and um, so why not gather those up? Let me help you organize those and maybe put them in something that will give you a guarantee. Um, maybe put it in something that's going to give you a higher rate of growth, but let's, let's have it where it's in one spot where it's easy to access on your phone, that you're not worried about it being scattered where you can look at it as often as you want. But most importantly, engage somebody like myself to be your trusted advisor that is going to be your coach, your financial coach, that's going to help guide you to this road of retirement. Right. And that's key right there. And so we've been talking about things to prepare for retirement the last five years. So uh, we're, we have uh, two or three years left to go. So when we're down to, to year three or two, uh, what do you have for us? You know, as we get closer, um, it, we need to start sharpening what our plan is and we need to make sure that we're implementing that plan. So Tony, I like to look and we, I mentioned it that right before the break, long-term care, as we, uh, enter fade, uh, four years out and three years out, we really want to take a look at that because a lot of us will spend time in some type of assisted living. Now, the good news is, uh, you know, we are, we typically, when that happens and it's such high cost, you don't typically spend seven, 10, 15 years, although you could in a facility like that. Um, what we've seen is on average, it's around 2.7 years, three point years. Uh, but we need to have a plan in place to pay for that. And, um, so that at this stage, I'm going to really, uh, look and see what assets you have accumulated and are they generating income? So I am going to pull your social security report. We have some software that helps us maximize uh, social security strategies. And we are going to look and get an estimate from social security department on what you expect for you and your spouse, how much is going to come in. I call it mailbox money. It's guaranteed for life money. And I want to see what that is. I'm also going to look, Tony, at this stage. Uh, I'm going to really look at the uh, employer that you're with and see if they have a pension set up for you. You know, I deal with a lot of teachers. They have wonderful retirement plans. Oftentimes I rely on that plan and don't move it and just utilize that. Uh, and then I have a lot of people that really are in 401ks that it's better served that they take it away from their ex-employer after you retire and have full control of the money yourself. Um, so at this stage, as we're going four to three years, we really need to look and see what are your 401ks, your uh, 403bs, your various different kinds of retirement plans, what they are. Do you have pensions besides Social Security? The other thing that we're going to look at is inheritance. You know, that's something we don't want to think about mom and dad passing. Uh, but it is a key, uh, component of retirement planning. You don't want to base your retirement on inheriting money. Cause guess what? Mom and dad may spend it before they have a chance to pass it on to you because of healthcare costs. But I do want to take that in consideration. I want to see what that looks like. So I, I guess Tony, to sum that up, is I'm really going to take a fine pencil, pen to it, uh, point to it, and and really clarify on where you are. And as each year gets closer, we want to be able to say, okay, I feel comfortable pulling the trigger. Uh, Mike has positioned me assets that he can turn on that monthly check that I'm going to lose when I quit working uh, a normal job. So I enter the retirement world. So I am going to, at this stage, really five year, four year, three year, two and one, I'm going to start structuring your assets into categories and in investment vehicles that right after that retirement date that we can turn on that income stream for you so that you don't have a hiccup. 
Well, yeah, exactly. And and that income stream is what people, they don't understand all the time how to get, you know, once they hit retirement, you've got to be able to turn your 401k or your IRA or these lump sums you have into a monthly income that you know will last as long as you do. And that's the crux of what you do. And in these last five years that we're talking about, I've got to believe that's the crucial time uh, to get that in place. Uh, I, I think that's really important. And we've been talking about obviously the last five years before you retire. And, and you've talked a little bit about uh, year three and you've got to look at taxes. And when you start turning different ages, uh, what that means and what you're eligible for too, right? That's right. And uh, taxes are definitely a consideration that all during your retirement um, we're going to look at. We're going to look at uh, before retirement, utilizing uh, some instruments that are tax deferred. We have tax free instruments. We're going to, we're going to, uh, take a hard look though, at what taxes look like in retirement. Oftentimes we see, uh, those taxes go down and it's going to depend on how we've structured your assets, how you've structured them, what kind of, uh, interest or income that you're receiving and how it's received. So those are things that, um, get, as we get closer and closer, we really refine, I think it's, uh, I can't stress enough how, how, as you are getting very close to, to notifying work that you're retiring, that you do not have all of your money in risky investments. Yeah. You just, I see it too often. Um, I think people are just, maybe their advisors are not aware that they can have really, really decent returns well above CD rates in instruments that have guarantees, you know, um, guarantees that you're not going to lose money because of the market that you can't go down only up or stay where you are. The worst thing can happen is not earn any interest. Uh, you get to participate in the stock market as it grows. And speaking of that, I feel like that if we get out of this, um, COVID with, with this, um, discovery that Pfizer drug has come up with. And then by the way, there's Moderna, there's several other companies also about to announce. I, I think it'd be a big mistake to be all out of the market. If you're being advised to stay on the sidelines right now, I, I would encourage you to pick up the phone and call me because, um, we see the next six months to 12 months out, even though, you know, Half the country is happy and the other, literally 70 million people voted for Trump and 70 something million people voted for Biden. Um, we have a true half the country happy, half the country not. I'm telling you right now, uh, I don't care who your person is, Trump or Biden, when, when we have checks and balance with the House, Senate and the White House, um, when we see that one side doesn't control everything it's something good when, when, when Washington DC cannot, uh, pass everything they want to. And, uh, the stock market and, and we as the people of America, you know, I think we'd welcome not a lot of change, crazy change, especially if it's going to affect our taxes. Um, so I think that's very positive. And then the fact that maybe we've got, got a, a vaccine that's about to hit, um, I looked at stocks like Southwest Airlines today and Carnival Cruise Lines. They went up astronomically today or this week. And, and why did they do that? Not because there's vaccines out tomorrow. By the way, folks, it's not. It's going to take time. It's going to roll out first to, you know, those people that are in harm's way, um, to nurses and doctors and to uh, nursing homes and assisted living facilities but it will eventually, the market loves, and this is hard for some people to realize, the market loves to think ahead. And so typically we see moves early because they know what's going to happen if we have uh, a, a vaccine that 90% resistance, once you take it, uh, we're going to have a booming economy again. And we've got a lot of pent up demand. We got a lot of money on the sidelines waiting and so big mistake not to be in the market, I feel. Um, 
how how much you're in the market depends on our meeting depends on how far away you are from retirement what your age what your risk tolerance is there's lots of things to consider there but you better have a game plan and it's not good enough to 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 have the plan be buy hold don't do that uh, things have dramatically changed over the last few weeks um, you know depending on who is in the White House in January um, defense stocks may be a great thing to own or they may be a terrible thing to own pharmaceuticals uh, may be a great thing to own or they may be a terrible thing to own so you do not need to have a buy hold strategy you need to have an active managed somebody that's going to be your coach and that's what we do best. Well, yeah, those last five years before you retire are obviously critical. I mean, things you do up to that point are going to make a big difference too. But uh, today, uh, Michael, I like what you've chose. I like your tact. Let's look at the last five years and, and what you need to have uh, taken care of at least by then. Uh, so let's look at that last year. When you're about one year away from retirement, uh, that magical last year of work, what, what should we be focusing on during that period of time? You know, at that point, you're so close to the end of the road that you're probably feeling a little bit of giddy, you know, Tony, about getting able to actually retire. You know, your toes may be wiggling in your shoes uh, as your <laughs> mind kind of flashes. I think I think we have daydreams during this time. Of, oh, yeah. You know, maybe maybe a, sitting on the beach and with your loved one and and uh, and enjoying a sunset. Well, those that's the feeling we have when we're we can see it coming you know we've worked a lifetime for this and uh, i think while there's nothing wrong with having those kind of thoughts um, i think it's actually important to do that uh, you also need to keep yourself on track you know this last year of work is where i can really help you and assist you in getting ready so that you'll have zero stress when you actually retire because man here's here's what goes through your mind oh my goodness i am not going to get a check from xyz oh yeah i've been getting a check from xyz for years and your spouse you know it's like okay where where is this money coming from and and uh can you imagine if you had all your money uh in that 401k you left it with them you had it invested the way you did when you were in your forties, it was at risk and a, uh, you know, a 1987 happens a year, a 2000 happens, a 2008 happens or a 2019 happens and you watch your account drop by 25, 30, 50%, the sheer panic of a lifetime of work evaporated within days or weeks and not knowing if it's going to come back or not. And worse than that, Tony, because now you're in retirement, you can't just set it and forget it and wait for it to come back. You have to pull money out to live. And you're doing what we've heard all of our lives, the wrong thing. You're selling when it's down. What's that saying? Buy low, sell high. So yep. the this last five years and as we've rolled along in this conversation this last year what i want you to keep in mind is to be vigilant i want you to keep in mind that now is the time to keep your eye on the ball don't deviate don't go crazy and and think you know i'm gonna go get that lamborghini i've always wanted or i'm gonna go and not like that but i'm gonna go and buy that brand new boat and four-wheeler and truck in and because hey i'm gonna retire with three hundred fifty thousand dollars and i'm gonna go spend a hundred of that or i'm gonna retire with three million i'm gonna go spend a million of that don't do that it's time to implement the plan that we've helped you establish because we're going to get ready to turn on that income and so i want uh i read an article tony and forbes that gave some examples at age 59 and a half which is when you can start pulling money from a retirement account and avoid that 10% penalty. Because you know, Tony, there's there's a, a one or two loopholes. 72T is one of those loopholes. 
but but most people, if they pull money out of the retirement plan before they're 59 and a half, they're going to experience not only taxes, but a 10% uh, penalty. And so 59 and a half is a critical number to reach because you can avoid that 10%. Age 62, the article mentioned, is another important uh, reason, and, and I bet you can guess why, is that's when you can start becoming eligible to get your Social Security. So a lot of times I have clients that will wait until 62 uh, before they want to begin uh, uh, or to retire, begin to begin their retirement. Another uh, age that's in critical in financial planning is age 65, and that's when you become eligible for Medicare. So at 65, you're going to have a decision to make. Oh, there's so many uh Medicare agents on television and, and on the radio and direct mail, but we can help you through that as well. Um, but you're going to have to make these, those, those three dates will be at the top of my mind. And if you engage me to be your advisor, I will make sure that you understand what those dates, uh, ages mean. Um, and don't forget, um, you've got various dates that, uh, you can be vested inside that, that 401k and or pension plan that you have at work. I'm going to sit down with you and look and make sure that you're meeting all those uh, dates. I want to make sure that you are maximizing what you're putting into retirement if your company is matching you. So these last five years, we absolutely want to make sure that we're getting all we can and that you're eligible to get, to receive from your employer. So I'm going to, um, oh, I talk to so many people almost daily about reviewing their 401k plan, something that I don't have management over. I'm just doing it because it's part of my service, and I help them and advise them on which mutual funds with inside that 401k where they where they should be uh, done today. I did four people. Uh, they called me because we had a big event happen today. Mike? where should I be? And so love doing that for clients. So keep those dates in mind, Tony. I think listeners 59 and a half, 62 and 65 critical. Well, yeah, I, I think it is as well. And you know what? We're almost out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Is there wow. anything? Yeah, it did. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? I know it's, it's daunting to think about retirement, but listen, um, with a with a coach on your side, somebody that's got your back, um, it's phone call away to me, and I would love the opportunity to chat with you over the phone, maybe meet with you in person, and get you started down the road to a happy retirement. Give me a call. It's Michael McGuire at 405-760-5863. I hope you have a blessed week. Thank you. All right, and that does it for today's episode of The Bull and Bear Show with our host, Michael McGuire. Thank you for listening to The Bull and Bear Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Retirement Solutions. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at mcguirecap.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by McGuire Capital Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oklahoma. Michael McGuire and McGuire Capital Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.